What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Botba, episode 26. We've got a lot or a lot on the agenda today. Patriots remain to do nearly nothing in free agency. Shout out to Berkman. It was his birthday yesterday. Had a couple surprises for him. Uh, we are in the t-shirt game. Find more about that later. And we have the finals of the mascot coming up at the end of the podcast. Stay tuned. All right. Dolphins have been making a lot of moves lately, unlike the Patriots and free agency. Lefty, would you like to kick us off with some details? So the Dolphins are gliding right now. They're swimming really fast for the ocean. They're going to the top of the AFC. They really, so much for the Chiefs dynasty, as the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks, one including the 2022 pick 29, a second round pick in the in this coming up draft, as well as a fourth round pick, plus future fourth and sixth round picks. In my opinion, for the Dolphins, this is a pretty, this is a good trade. You now have, pro, I would say, the best receiving core in the NFL, and I don't think it's really a debate. You got including Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, and Cedric Wilson. I don't see Mike Gesicki's also defense, nasty, and Gesicki's nasty. I don't see a single defense in the NFL that's going to have a shot at guarding the except there's one problem, and that's everything starts with the QB in the NFL. When your QB can't throw a deep ball like Tua, and you have all these receivers like Parker, I shouldn't have loaded with Parker, but Hill, Waddle, and deep Parker, threats. that all deep threats. Well, actually, Jalen Waddle. Hill and Waddle got the short game too, but they're yeah, all Jalen Waddle's pretty all around, but. But you yeah, got to Tua, Tua is definitely not the quarterback you're, you're looking for when you want him slinging the ball downfield to Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes, one of the best arms, if not the best arm in NFL history. And, well, distance-wise, and, I mean, it's really, it's really hard to get the ball to Tyreek when, when your ball is 10 yards behind you. But, I mean, it's Tyreek Hill. He's still the fastest man in the NFL, statistically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, John Ross, but no one fucking cares. Does John Ross still have a contract? I don't think he does. Mika Parsons beat him in the 40-yard dash. Tyreek Hill hasn't ran an official 40 since high school or the combine. I think uh, Tyreek Hill wasn't at the combine. And I think I'm John, at high school. I think John Ross is on the Giants. There's our factual. Uh, don't don't check that, but just take that to heart. John Ross no, is on the is. Giants. John Ross is on the Giants, and that is confirmed. That's how much like the Giants suck. He's probably like a wide receiver, too, for them. And they just suck so much ass that I don't even know that. But the Giants are going to be the worst team in the NFL next year. Probably. I mean, that's not – yeah. That would make yeah. a lot of sense. So back to the Dolphins. Like, if you're running this offense, you've got all these great receivers. And you, they also signed – just for anyone that doesn't know, they brought in Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, two really speedy running backs, two in free agencies. Yep. But all this speed. So They're but playing a Madden a team right now. Deep ball, but your quarterback can't throw. So then – the next thing is you got to go short on the screens. You got to run like I think they're going to have to run an offense like the Niners did with Garoppolo last year. I think Hill is going to kind of have to play a Debo role type role because because he's just yeah. going to want the ball in Hill's hands, but I don't really know if Tua's going to be able to throw it and get it there. That's actually a really good comparison because like Gasecki's kind of like Kittle in a way. They got they got Tyreek who can be the Debo. The, I, I like that comparison. They got the Brandon Ayuk who Jalen Waddle's better than Brandon Ayuk. And Parker's and got, way better than whoever's the third receiver in the Niners. Yeah, and then they got that speedy back. They, which they literally took from the Niners. 
Well, yeah, but last year he was hurt. But still, I mean, Elijah Mitchell, he had some speed, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Mitchell's pretty fast, but Mostert and Edmonds. Mostert's the fastest, yeah. And Edmonds is really fast, too. Yes. Edmonds the most. It's definitely the best running back, one, two, considerable for speed. And Madden, that's the best one, too. Looking at the other side of the ball for the Dolphins, we know they have a solid defense. Um, nothing to brag about, but it's solid. There's pieces. Flores of- isn't there though anymore, so maybe that'll yeah. change some things up. That will ch- probably change some things on the defense. But they are a well-coached team. Mike McDaniel is a great hire, so I think I think the Dolphins should definitely contend for the AFC East and probably be a uh, number two. There's no way they pass the Patriots. You mid-tier wild card team. This no year. way they pass the Patriots. Yeah. It t- we're totally the Patriots totally aren't a symbol for the Bills when Brett's talking right now. No, 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 the Patriots, Patriots the, the dynasty. Patriots. What are you guys talking about? The yeah, Patriots, all time, the we have the greatest coach of all time. I don't want to hear it. You know what? You know what? Other dynasties falling apart right now. Not just the Patriots dynasty, but the Chiefs. The Chiefs, quote unquote, dynasty. Dynasty, the but one I'm pretty year sure dynasty. <laughs> one year wonder. Patrick Mahomes. Good luck. That's all I got to say. You're going to go from throwing to Tyree Kill and Sammy Watkins a few years ago to now you're just going to have a TikTok dancer as your receiver one, and you're going to have Hardman who's just fast but can't catch or do anything related to football. The Chiefs are – hot take. Chiefs are coming in third in their division this year. I mean, with, with Russell Wilson and all the massive trades that have come into the AFC West, I don't even know how hot of a take that is. I mean – I think the Chargers are going to win the division. Definitely. Broncos right, yeah, Chargers, Chargers I think Chargers are very high Super Bowl contenders. I mean, they, they, they've they've done a lot in free agency. They added but also, probably won't be surprised if the Chiefs just go out and just win like 13 games and win the division again. No, they don't have the offensive power anymore. They're not they, explosive. They still have – I mean, Kelsey. they still have – Now explosive. think about it. Also, they have a lot of picks, so I guarantee you they get some offensive weapons, or at least they try to with some of those picks that they got for Tyreek Hill. And they've they have, that's not the and only picks those offensive have. weapons will come in and be thrown to by Patrick Mahomes. Which is goaded. Tyreek Hill is a top five receiver in the NFL. Having also, a guy like Tyreek Hill opens the whole field. You're losing that type of guy. It's going to hurt no matter who you are at quarterback. Yes, he still has his go-to guy in Kelsey, though. Like, it's not like everything's falling apart. Like, the, the Chiefs still have a very good team. They may have lost two or three. With three, is it receivers? They lost Hill. They lost um, Pringle. Watkins was like two years ago, and Pringle too. Pringle, like Pringle. Was- I, I started really liking Pringle. Um, I said that I think on the podcast before. He he started. He really came out sh- uh, late for the Chiefs, and he, he showed a lot of potential. I thought for sure they were gonna at least try and keep him because he wouldn't be too expensive, and sure you never can. know. Maybe he breaks out even more. I mean. I, I just think the Chiefs, this trade takes the Chiefs out of, like, top-end Super Bowl contenders. They're still a possible contender, but they're not they're not in that top tier anymore going into the next season. I'd still consider them one of the best teams in the NFL. I mean, they have they still have an elite receiving core if you include Kelsey. It's not the, the best. I mean... It's not elite. I mean, I, the, the fact that Kelsey's probably the, the wide receiver one or the, the target one, whatever you want to call it, it's probably not the greatest, but their offensive. The se- well, let me stop you right there. Kelsey's the second or third best tight end to ever play football. It's not the greatest. It's not not the greatest. He's their best target. He should be their best target. 
Well, yeah, I, I agree, but it, it's it's a whole thing to be a great target and also have a guy like Tyree Kill next to you that can also catch the ball. I mean, Juju's not horrible. Everyone knows that Juju's still a great fucking football player, but it, it's one thing to go from Kelsey, who takes two people usually off the field, which leaves Hill wide open. It's just a whole different game plan, especially since Juju's not that quick guy that Tyree Kill was. He's more of a, I don't know, I feel like he runs up more of that post midfield stuff. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see next year. It'll, be, it'll definitely be interesting. It's just Tyreek drew the whole focus. Every team in the NFL game planned around Tyreek Hill. They didn't game plan Including my Travis fantasy Kelsey. football team. They didn't game plan around Travis Kelsey. It was Tyreek Hill that no, they, they knew. No. It was tra- – the, they literally played in the Super Bowl to, against the – the Bucks played that weird defense that had the way drop back corners because of Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek Hill that's going to burn you for 250. Kelsey's great tight end, but he doesn't have the speed and elusiveness to absolutely – destroy you to the point that you have zero chance yeah i agree uh travis kelsey is like one of the best tight ends to ever play the game but there is something to say about a tight end being your wide receiver one that that's mainly what i was getting at is like no matter who the tight end could be it could be gronk in his prime but they're just not you're never going to want your tight end to be the guy it could be the go-to guy you know the third down third and ten you're going to you're going to the tight end like the mark andrews but you never want the long bomb 70 yard needed play to go to your tight end. Cause they usually don't have that type of speed for that. And so back on the other side of this trade, the dolphins not only improved their offense through their skill positions. They also signed a top three offensive lineman in the whole NFL signing Teron Armstead to a pretty. Oh, I mean, wait, Lefty, can you say that again, please? Can you, can you repeat that? I might. Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead. I mean, he comes from the he's a little on the older side. Comes from the Saints. He's just been dominant for the last few years. I mean, he's signed a five-year deal worth about seventy-five million, but only forty-four guaranteed. I think this is just another big signing. You got to give your time, your guy receivers time to get open. So bringing that stud offensive lineman is a big key to have letting that happen. I just wanted to quickly apologize. My brother's ringing me nonstop. Fuck you, Seth. So, so overall, I think this trade just changes the scene of the whole AFC. Dolphins rising, Chiefs falling. And, yeah, Brett, I heard you had a pretty sick tweet about this. We, yes, I'll get to that in a second, but we didn't even, we didn't even touch on uh, Tyreek Hill takes over the throne of being the most highest paid wide receiver in NFL history just a week after Devontae Adams with a $120 million contract extension, including $72.2 million guaranteed. So... I mean, that's also a pretty big deal. Tyree Kill being the most highest, most high, highest paid receiver in NFL history. That that's pretty big. I mean, that definitely obviously plays a factor into why he got traded. The reason the Chiefs couldn't give him that contract is because they're paying Mahomes so much. They're paying Mahomes crazy amounts. Rogers, you think that through before you had to let Devontae Adams go too? Want to be really interesting? The NFL or this NFL free agency, if Christian Kirk never got that contract. Like, I feel like things would have changed. Things still would have been crazy, but that would have been a lot. It would have been interesting. I also feel like free agency would have been different if quarterbacks in this NFL didn't get so greedy. Like, Tom Brady didn't win seven Super Bowls getting paid $50 million a year. You don't have cap room to sign any other good players. You can't win in the league when your quarterback's getting paid that much. Yeah, but his hot wife has, like, half the money, so. So he's still, he's still really fucking rich. I mean, but you can get really fucking rich and win Super Bowls if you don't take as much money, like $50 million a year. 
but yes, Lefty did mention I had some tweets. I wanted I wanted to go over some tweets uh, before. Well, when Adam Schefter released that Tyreek Hill was probably not going to be a chief by next season, I had some things to say. I was trying to help the Patriots case. I was trying to get him to New England. And I had a pretty good fa- a fair trade offer if I asked myself. I told the boys not to look at this so they don't actually know what it is. I wrote, Tyreek Hill, as a Patriots fan, here is my trade offer. You come to New England and receive a young star quarterback, undeniable, the greatest coach of all time, undeniable, and zero interactions with Jackson and Brittany Mahomes. The offer is on the table. Take it or leave it. And I mean, he must have not seen it in time. Must have already inked the contract with the Dolphins. I really wish. I think it would have persuaded him to come maybe to New England or at least consider it. But that zero interactions with Jackson and Brittany Mahomes, that's got to be up there, right? Especially with Juju in the locker room, too. That's too many TikToks for one man to handle. It's going to be a big I mean, TikToks, like, I can't even stand my sisters with their TikTok going around. I couldn't imagine playing in the NFL and you have to deal with your teammates, your star quarterback's wife, and everyone's TikToking around you. You're there to play football. You're not there to TikTok. Shout out at Best of the Boys Area TikTok account. Follow it. Um, yeah, so I thought that was good. And then also, I had a very – this one's not completely about football, but on the Twitter topic, I had a very good tweet. I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that right there. It's a video of me ordering a pizza – or specifically ordering from a pizza place. I'm ordering a buffalo chicken sub with lettuce and blue cheese, large, toasted. Everybody knows that. And I wrote, if you are not ordering a sub in class, you are doing it all wrong. It is currently a video of me eat, or ordering a sub from hashtag Liberty's Pizza. Shout out. So fucking good. I mean – who else is ordering subs in class? Like the teacher, she, I own that teacher. I literally own her like the like Rogers owns the Bears. That was awkward silence. <laughs> I mean, I literally own the teacher. But this is the same teacher that stole my phone and put it in a box. But I don't want to talk about that. If you want to look at the Twitter, you can. Back to the football topics, as everybody loves. So, uh, so you... As we just said, Dolphins are bringing in this crazy fast offense, stud receivers, stud fast running backs. I was about to say stud. That's an overstatement. But the Patriots, how do they bring it back? How are they going to guard this? Their answer? The one acquisition we've made? Uh, the guy that forgot to play in the Super Bowl a few years ago? Uh, that wasn't his fault. You want to dig deep into that? That wasn't it, it, he was he, he tried to go in. Belichick didn't let him for God knows what reason. Then he's back. He apparently missed curfew. Yeah. But, uh, he, ste- one of the Super Bowls. he stepped away when he was a Titan. He, he announced his retirement for personal issues, which have not been uh, disclosed yet. I don't know if they ever will be. Probably not at this point. But he's back. He's back in New England. He's back back in Titletown. The Foxborough dynasty might be coming back. I don't know. We're missing one major piece. Two major pieces, sorry. Edelman and Brady. And Gronk. And Gronk. And a lot of other players but you know not every not every puzzle is is back not every puzzle piece is back but we, we got the coach we got we got the white quarterback who can throw it we got we got a lot and we got malcolm butler back and we got that's it. malcolm go greatest quote of all time everyone's so excited about that hey i mean, I th- I mean he's how old is he i, I want to look up that up I'm, I'm sure you guys don't know off the top of your no, head. No, it's, it's just the matchup. It's going to be – we're going to play the Dolphins in our matchup against Jalen Waddle, 
Devontae Parker and Tyreek Hill is we're gonna line up against them with Malcolm Butler, Jonathan Jones, well, and Jalen Hills. I can't I mean, imagine that we don't do any. I, I, I hope we at least do something else. I just like, don't maybe, see how that goes well. Guys are completely like, disregarding the NFL draft. No, yeah, I, I, that's what I was kind of mentioning. But if you had to guess, how old the guys, how old do you guys think Malcolm Butler is? I got it right here. Thirty. Thirty-two. Bergman, did you look it up? No. It's he's thirty-two as of twenty days ago. He's turned thirty-two. Yeah, which that's kind of which is older than I thought. I thought he was kind of late. I thought he was gonna be under like twenty-nine or something, but maybe I'm just young. Is it any? Is it just me or is anyone else getting kind of depressed talking about the Patriots right now? I'm I'm excited yeah. for the new things. I'm excited if for Mac the 10. Patriots. I've just gone worse in free agency just because everyone else is getting better and they're just kind of staying the yeah, same. Yeah, we're staying season. mid. So I think no, they're, not, they're not staying mid. They're they're not staying the same. They're getting worse. They let JC Jackson walk. They let yeah. They traded Shaq Mason. They we let better Shaq be having some walk. schemes up in this draft. You know what? Fuck, fuck this. Let's move on to a team from Boston that's actually doing well. Wait, wait. I just want to say one thing. Bergman mentioned the NFL draft, and I did want to say Chris Olave. Like he showed out during his pro day. He's all over a lot of Instagram accounts. Packers want him. Bucks want him. Cowboys want him. The Commanders want him. Where are the Patriots in this talk, bro? I've been talking. I've been on this since day one. I want the Patriots with Chris Olave. I don't care how we get him. He's going to be a stud. Ohio State receivers are way better than the Michigan receivers by miles upon miles. Maybe not next year. Miles upon miles upon miles. Garrett Wilson might not might not be, but Chris Olave. I'm telling you, this this guy is special. He's something else. I can't wait to see him play in the NFL. So I'm gonna say. Hey, so on a more exciting note for for Boston fans, hey, hey, hey. Boston Celtics, right now the the hottest team in the NBA. Everyone's going fire. Just the leprechaun luck's coming back. I'm already saying there's a list of. I'm saying 1957, 61, 64, 68, 76. Oh, we're out of order, but you lot get of, it. lot of yeah, lot of yeah, championships. We're gonna skip a few. We're doing like 86 important, 08's important. 2022 question mark i don't want to i don't know man i'm not a fan of the calling i mean i'm never one to get a tattoo of a of a championship before it happens facts don't care i mean it the fact is we don't have the championship so it might and anything's too early i mean anyone can lose any given day especially when it comes down to the championship game anybody that's made it to the championship game can win I hope, I hope. I mean, obviously, as a Boston fan, that would be fucking lit. The vibe's there right now. The that'd be the vibes yeah. in Boston. That'd be the first Celtics championship I witness and remember. I mean, I was here for 08, but I couldn't tell you what happened aside from, like, because I wasn't alive. Well, I was alive, but I don't, I don't remember shit when I was four years old. Not even. I was three. Bro, we've grown up so fast. Holy Did shit. You were, you were probably two. Because it was June 2008, and your ber- your birthday was August 2005. I mean, let Celtics have my moment. Okay. Celtics tonight absolutely steamroll steam steamroll the Thunder. Not the Thunder. They did that la- two nights ago. This time tonight they beat the Jazz, the four seed in the West, by 28 points. They just shot lights out, 52.8 percent from three pointers led by Jason Tatum and Brown dropping 26 apiece. Celtics are hot. Celtics, I mean, who? if you're a Celtics fan, 
you're thinking run to the finals, winning a championship right now. What seed do you think puts them in the best place to do that? I mean, um, you want to be, you want to be the. It's kind of hard to te- well, the Nets are probably going to be the eight seed, right? Well, seven or eight is the play-in, so I, I'm a little nervous about being the one and two. You don't want to play the Nets in the first round. That's not the easy first round match you want, especially since Kyrie is playing at home now. Yeah, that that's major. Um, I mean, there's always that there's always that factor of like you want to be the you want to be the top dog because it just I mean, gives it you just a bunch of motivation. Ha- it, it gives you a bunch of confidence, but no, it it also gives you home court advantage. That well, yeah, that too. But I want to be the. I think three seed would be a good fit to the Celtics. You'd probably get the Cleveland Cavs in the first round. I think the Celtics would absolutely pummel them. That series would be a four five game series. You move on, you probably get Sixers. In second round, we know how Sixers go against Celtics every year. The Sixers choke every year. That's what I want. Celtics. This is the, this Everybody is the, clip this. This is what is exactly how it's going to go down, just so you know. Lefty sees I'm, the future. Everyone, go on Vegas right Hypothetically, go on Vegas right now. Hypothetically. Bet, hypothetically, on the Boston Celtics, and I guarantee. Hypothetically. Will, I guarantee. When I mean guarantee, I don't say this very often, often, but I guarantee you will be cashing out big at the end of this spring. You heard it here first. Celtics to win the 2022 championship. And if I've, if I've seen a sign, I've seen one. Tatum rookie cards are up 13% in the last week. If that doesn't show the sign of a rising star, I don't know what does. Buy his rookie cards, buy everything Celtics related now. This is the team. They're locked. They're, all the players are locked up on pretty long-term contracts. This team's going to be there for a bit. They're run. Everyone's on fire. Pritchard's nailing threes. Horford's Horford. Grant, Rob Williams, Duncan like crazy. Brown and T- Brown's doing well. Tatum looks like a top four player in the league right now. I mean, this is a team that could win a championship. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the pe- all the pieces are there. We just got to we got to stick it together, keep it going, keep this keep this hot streak hot. Don't let the flame burn out basically. You know what? We we all used to say Danny Ainge pulled off the magical traits. Give all credit to Brad Stevens. Bring in Devin White, perfect fit for the team. Nothing else to say there. Yeah, good, um, good, 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 good GM Brad. All and right. Other Boston sports yeah, news. The last of the big three sports in Boston. Hey, Brett, you want to read, read you this? Want me this one? Yeah, I got it. Red Sox have signed the one and only Trevor Story to a six-year, $140 million contract. Yes, baseball is back. The Red Sox are back. Rumors say Xander Bogarts played a major role in recruiting him to Boston, which, hey, sometimes sometimes the players can do a lot. Like, you're not going to play for a shit team that the players don't want you. But I'm not calling us a shit team. That was like a general statement. We're we're fucking goaded. All Boston sports teams are goaded. Yeah. This, so all I gotta say, keep Beauregards. He's a leader. I'm a I'm a big fan Beauregard, of Beauregards position. But Story's willing to play second. Beauregards can stay at short. It works out well. I know Beauregards is off his contract just because they play the same position. They're both stars. We can have both of them. We got to go for the World Series. Let's make it two out of four this year because, well, Bruins and Patriots don't really have a shot. But Patriots Celtics have are, the biggest shot if they Celtics draft Chris Olave. 
Celtics are going to win the championship. We already called it here. And I want the Red Sox to run their lineup with Story, J.D., Devers, and Bogarts. And I think you have one of the best hitting lineups in baseball. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Xander. I mean, he's been really consistent, and he's just been a, he's been a, he's been a great addition ever since he's got here. I mean, concerns about Story is that he played in Colorado, which is known for being the most hitter-friendly ballpark in the MLB by far, partly due to the thinner air, which allows the ball to travel further, as well as the fact that the air makes it impossible for pitchers to throw breaking balls. That actually- I love those type of stats where it's, like, so technical and it's so, like, it's so much about the atmosphere and where you are. I just love them. Like the stat about how um, Carson Wentz is the best quarterback at indoors or something like that. It's hard. No, legit, legit than that because Story does have a career like 100 battering average lower on the road than when he plays in the batter-friendly stadium of Colorado. But Fenway's a pretty batter-friendly stadium. As long as he supports the Green Monster, he should be fine, in my opinion. I mean, it's pretty short there. Just hit the green monster, hit some dingers, get on base, and just play Why some- are, This is the second person that has spam called me during this fucking podcast. Can people, can people stop? I'd appreciate it. Sorry, sorry, Lefty. Anything, anyone else? I think this is a great move. Yeah, I think Boston sports are on the come up again. I mean, we've done it before, and I think we can do it again. Obviously, I'm going to say that as a fan of the Boston sports teams, but... I don't know. I'm very proud to call myself a Boston sports fan at the moment. And continuing on the winning spirit, tomorrow we got the March Madness Week 16, day one. We're leading it off. We got some big games. We got – we're going to make our predictions here right on the podcast. We're each going to give our teams. We First game, Gonzaga versus Arkansas. Gonzaga's a one seed. Arkansas a four. One's an SEC team. One's a non-Power 5 school, but the non-Power 5 school also happens to be Gonzaga. I'm going to take Gonzaga in this one. I think they're going to keep the momentum going and make another deep run. I'm also going to stick with the Gonzaga because I had them winning in my bracket. I don't know. I just had them win my bracket, and it'd be pretty stupid to take them out right now, especially my bracket is this busted, the last piece holding it together. I'm going to go with Gonzaga again here. I had them as my winner from the start. I just don't see Arkansas stopping Drew Timmy and and home Grim, I think it's just going to be too much of an offensive force for them. Timmy's going to drop another big game around 30. Holmgren's going to be put up a pretty even all-around stat game. Holmgren, I mean, number two pick, we'll debate that when the draft gets closer, if we think that's a good pick or not. But I think Gonzaga's just too powerful all around for Arkansas. All right, now, everyone everyone oh, now has to bet Arkansas because we, we went 3-0. and so. All right, now the game we've all been waiting for. I actually haven't been waiting for this one. My, my team, the Michigan Wolverines, will be facing off against Villanova. This is a rematch of the finals a few years ago when Villanova whooped us. But I think it's for revenge. We got revenge in football in Ohio State this year. Let's get revenge in basketball in Villanova right now. I mean. I think I see a repeat of Villanova-Michigan last year or last tournament. Give me Villanova as an Ohio State fan. Here's the strategy. I get overconfident on Michigan. They always lose. I was overconfident on the Georgia game. I haven't been that confident on March Madness bracket so far. Whether whether or not I think Michigan's going to win, I'm going to have to fade them because that gives Michigan a higher chance of winning. So I'm going to fade Michigan for the fact that I know if I 
pick Michigan, they'll lose. So I this have why, to... This way he can't... This, no, this is smart, because then you can't lose, because you either win with this take, or you either win with your team winning. I like it, Lefty. That, that's a smart no. IQ play. No, it's a lose. If, if, <laughs> it's a lose no matter what if Michigan doesn't win. All I don't right. care. I take it back. I take it back. He's that true of a fan. But you, I, I, I mean, a take, a take on this podcast is very important. You got to get your takes right, which we're, we're no, 100% credible. I don't care about this take. I just care about Michigan winning, but I have to fade them because it, make, it makes them play harder and makes them win. Interesting logic, but I like it. Give me Michigan to offset lefty. Perfect. <laughs> for the next one, Texas Tech versus Duke. Duke barely snuck by Michigan State. I'm going to go with Texas Tech for this one. Yeah, this one has me torn. I mean, Coach K on his farewell tour. I mean, I, I don't know if I want him to lose here or in the Elite Eight. I don't want if you – I want. I don't know. I think – fuck it. Just get him out of here. Texas Tech, take the dub. <laughs> get Coach K out of here on his farewell tour. I want to see him gone. I mean, Duke's got a lot of power. With, with Blaine Charo, who's going to be the third pick in the draft probably. I mean, if he plays well in the tournament, he could go back to being number one where he was projected for a lot of the season. Duke's got a lot of power, but – I hate Christian Leitner. I'm picking Texas Tech. And everyone bet Duke because we all just took Texas Tech. That's how it works. In this final game, we got University of Houston versus University of Arizona. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna start off with taking the Arizona. A lot of people are very, very hyped up on Arizona. I think they can continue going through, going battling through these teams. I mean, a lot of people have them winning the whole thing. And that says a lot. That means they have all the pieces. I think they do have all the pieces to win it all. I'm going to have to take Arizona over Houston. I agree with Brett on everything you just said. Give me Arizona. And I'm going to go against you guys here. Houston is on fire right now. They're one of the hottest teams in college basketball. They absolutely destroyed Illinois last week. They're really fast. And I think Arizona is just that type of team that always gets upset pretty early in the tournament. And I think it's going to be Houston this year. I'm taking Houston to knock off number one seed Arizona in the Sweet 16. All right, we'll see. Are, what what time? Are those some of those games are on Friday. Or are they all on Friday? Those are the Thursday games. Thursday. Yes. The Friday I didn't put on because I figure we can discuss those later. All right, finishing this off, the moment everybody has been waiting for. Everybody has been talking about this. I've been hearing this left and right. The mascot March Madness. Who who wins? Find out. Lefty, give it to us right now. All right. This week, these these game this game was not as close as the final four. The Trojans just absolutely stuck it in. Wait, I, I mean stuck it too. The Pirates dominant victory. Really, shout out to the Trojans for that amazing job protecting the basket even stuffing the pirates 10 times i mean great job protecting the basket you got to protect the basket to win especially if you're rob a i mean why the celtics are playing so well rob williams absolutely protecting the shit out of the basket and so did the trojans trojans won i think it was like 70 something percent of the boat i mean it wasn't even close yeah i mean let's just say the tro the trojans swept them nothing could penetrate that condom uh, it's just crazy. I mean, you got a, you got a good condom like you got Trojan. You just I, I don't know why I think so much about the Trojans and condoms, but maybe it's kind of bad. But they maybe won. Congrats to the Trojans. Brett, what? How many votes did you put in on the Trojans? 
I don't know. I, I kind of lost track with all the millions of people that voted on this. This was, this was the most hyped event, maybe even more hyped than the March Madness final game. I don't know. But the, the stats don't lie. You won't know how many people voted because it's just there's too many to count. And, and, and our st- it, it, broke, it broke our counter. That's how many people voted. It, it was unreal. It really was. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, that's pretty much all we got today. Shout out. So, yeah, we got shirts coming up. Hopefully the Patriots do something. It, it would really make me feel like I can sleep at night again if the Patriots just did something that I liked other than sign uh-huh. Malcolm Butler. But, oh my yeah, God. We got shirts. We got shirts. What? Everyone tune into a game. We got two memes of the NBA playing right now. We got Big, Bo- Big, Big Fatty Harden versus Westbrook. Everyone tune in. Hey, don't call him Westbrook. That offends my nam- my family's name and their legacy. That was rude of you, Lefty. How dare you? Yeah, but, but, I mean, Westbrook's got a brick. Harden's got a big ass. I mean, it's close to get Lefty be, Lefty be staring at Harden's ass. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Bop. This is episode 26. See you guys next time.